So you're saying to yourself, yo, sir, dude, I wanted to see Kevin Smith in Halifax, Nova Scotia, but the motherfucker sold out. Well, after I shed a tear for you, I highly recommend bookmarking csmod.com. That's the place on the worldwide interwebs to see all upcoming Smodco shows, updated with linky links to Tiki Tickets. Say it with me, baby. csmod.com. Nice. Ooh, I just got a little hard there. So, you're saying, yo, sir, dude, I love sir, and I want to show the world. Wear your sir love with our official t-shirts, biatch. Fishies have no eyes. Let us fuck. Jay and Silent Bob get old. The Garmy. There's also posters, action figures. There's so many to choose from. Grab your smirch at smodcast.com. Scroll down and click on Smerchandise. All right, ladies and gentlemen, and it is that time to uh, talk with the only, you know, that old, I think it's Tommy Boy, where he's like, am I consorting with a known felon? I actually am right now, and I've known this felon for a while. Uh, <laughs> one of my oldest friends in LA, and look at that, ready? Wait, hold on. You guys ready for a fucking Shyamalan-like twist? Say something. Hello. It's a fucking chick. What? <laughs> in what world are they locking up, locking up young women? Uh, I'm gonna quote Ghostface Killer here. They're running out of N words to arrest, man. Um, how old is you? Twelve. Uh, what's going on? Please welcome Miley Katie, folks. Hello, everyone. What's up, Miles? Um, hello, Manny. So I prefaced it a little. First, let's get into our history. Well, it's a whole fucking sordid tale we're gonna get into tonight. It'll be an hour of expose type television. I'll start talking like this. And they found a bag. What was in the bag? It was actually multiple bags. It was they, about 13. Well, see, I was going to something else, but you're jumping right to it. You know what? Let's do that right right off the bat so people aren't like, Psh, she got a speeding ticket. She jaywalked. <laughs> Miley, Katie, why were you arrested? Uh, for I was, well, the technical charge was um, I was arrested on a charge of consp- uh, conspiracy with uh, possession Conspiracy. Should probably and you should probably remember it just for. You're like, <laughs> it, ah, it's, it's something. It's a bit of a blur right now. It was a uh, conspiracy with con- conspiracy, conspiracy and possession of over, I believe, 220 kilograms of marijuana with intent to distribute. Now, for people which, who aren't Canadian. Okay, so I b- bottom line is I whatever pounds. I was actually charged with, I was arrested uh, coming off of a private plane in Columbus, Ohio with 506 pounds of marijuana stuffed into 13 suitcases coming off of a said private plane. You should have said your pockets. In, People would be like, what? Pockets, and they, boy, were they fat. In her bra. Yeah, yeah. It's a chick, guys. Um, 506 <laughs> pounds. So you got arrested for coming off of a private jet at a airport with fi- and on the jet was 506 pounds of marijuana in 13 suitcases. That is true. That's a fact. All right. It's now documented. You're, now you're fucking teased, right? You can check that. There's documentation. Oh, we'll get in, we'll get into it. it. Watch this. Now they're hooked. Now let's jump back to the boring shit. How did I first meet Miley? I had been in LA, I think, 
three months because I want to hear your side of this too. Oh no, I know your side already. Never mind. Your your, your story, your part of the story is much easier. I've been in LA for like three months. I was chilling in my apartment one day. No dog at this point. <laughs> um, so life was a little different. I was just hanging out, probably. Smoked. It was different for yeah. all visitors at your apartment. It was different too. for everyone. It was in the world different and listeners <laughs> of the podcast. Um, I was hanging out in my room, uh, probably watching cartoons, possibly masturbating. I mean, probably watching cartoons and masturbating. Let's not fool ourselves, <laughs> gang. And uh, this dude I knew called me out of the blue. I knew him from uh, Long Island and. I do. I I wasn't. You know. You know what? I was friends with him at that point. Um, we'd known each other like pretty much our whole lives, on and off. But we'd been friendly. And he, I knew he lived in L.A. He called me out of the blue and was like, "Hey, man, I got uh invited to the premiere party of MTV's The Hills, like season fucking thirty, at this mansion, and it's gonna be on TV, and like it's some crazy mansion, and like we're all VIP'd out. Do you want to come?" And my first question was. Why? Not why would I go, but like, why are you asking me? And I think he just needed someone to go with. Cause I'm so not that dude, and he so was the guy we're talking about. His name's Brendan. It's not like it's a fucking secret. Brendan Cohen. You see, God all, bless him. All, Hi, Co- all Cohen's hang out together. I don't think, I can't imagine Brendan Cohen being a podcast listener, but. It's like your cousin. Yeah, kind of like, like my cousin. You're so related. The way I describe Brendan Cohen is, uh, he's the real life Billy Madison. Like that dude's ambitions life were just like, let's hang out by the pool. And he was a great, like, the sweet, a sweetheart guy. So that was his thing. So he was like, let's go to this Hills premiere party. So I get all gussied up, and we drive to, like, the Century. <laughs> I say gussied up, too. Oh, yeah. The only other person I've met in my life who says gussied up. I'm, I, you never knew I time-traveled here from the year 1840. You know, I get guess, I when I say gussied <laughs> up, I say I get gussied up like a prize pick for the fair. When I put makeup on. I don't take it that far. I feel like it. You but feel it like go a, on. You feel like you're, not, you're not quite a prize pick, but you're gussied up for the fair. I appreciate that. And it, I don't know if that was an insult or a compliment, but I still appreciate it's it. Compliment. Anyway. We roll up to like the Century City Hotel and like we park. You know what it was? He needed a ride because there was a. Sh- That's definitely why he called. I recall me. you having a license, Matt. Um, I did have a license, but he needed. That's what it was. He needed a ride. To the, there was a shuttle from the hotel to the mansion, and I don't think he could get to the hotel because it was weird that he called. So I somehow got wrapped up in this. I was like, "Fuck it, I'm in L.A. Let's go to some crazy mansion." You know what I did first? I Google image searched. The address of the house. And I was like, I want to fucking look through their drawers and shit. Every time someone's like, hey man, you want to come to this guy's house? I always Google image it to see the house. And if it's cool enough, I'll be like, yeah. I Alan's know. house is really cool. It and a- what, the interesting thing about Alan's house, and uh, Alan Greenberg, is a, he's a friend of mine. Uh, he, see, he, and I have no idea. I think I met him that once, and maybe he, I've met him again a couple times. He's maybe a, he's a cool guy. He's a real character. He's a he's run- like a crazy Russian dude. And I he's think like it, Jim Morrison, but Russian. Uh, I think he would love for you to say that. <laughs> he's more like Raymond Zarek trying to be Jim. No, uh, uh, no, he. <laughs> no, he's a cool kid. His dad is. I think his dad invented like the MRI or something, something insane, and like their kitchen is gilded in gold. It's very fucking Russian. The house. However, skipping to that part. Uh, we get to the mansion, there's like, it's half, like, bus full, bus load full of like 17 year old kids <laughs> that like won a contest through MTV to go there, and they're all like roped in by the pool and they're not allowed to stray. <laughs> And then there's probably like a hundred or so people that knew this kid Alan whose house it was. I don't even know if there's. A, I, I recall there being like ten. I'm sure there were like a hundred. Yeah, maybe uh, yeah, there weren't that many. But all I remember is like they rent they rent this mansion out to movies and film sets. It's an ins- it's like fucking forty thousand like square Fox's, feet. And by the way, when you say house, 
What you mean is the guest house. They never once rent – to my – yeah, no, we were the only ones allowed in the normal house. Yeah, I'm not, night. I'm not aware of them ever once renting the actual house out. What they rented out was the, the, was the guest house. If they're ever shooting a fucking serial version of Anastasia, I got the house for you. I mean, it's <laughs> very, it's opulent, but like in a Russian sense. So just it's tons like, like of the gold. It's like the Russian Versailles. Tons of gold. Yes, you nailed it. Except it's year go. 2012. It's like the Russian Versailles guest house. Yeah, and like, look, I can appreciate like that he's like a billionaire, that dude's dad or whatever, and like, yeah, third some money into your house <laughs> but i never got the antique thing that to me always screamed so pretentious and like we're rich and we're from the past <laughs> what's my electricity Ooh. Ooh. like you know what i mean there's like dumb waiters and chandeliers and everything's like ornate and like they didn't pay for it though they were paid for it when you rent your house out like that oh you... people give them furniture oh fuck yeah oh, like, right on. when you I mean when you're renting out a house like that they didn't rent it out because they just wanted the the you know no they got paid no 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 no, 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 no. you get paid for that no no, no. Yeah. money oh yeah no it, I know I believe it, me I know they get paid the, a the lot of money the going rate is 10 th- I, I, from my understanding the, the going rate for rent like if I want to rent out my yeah. shitty you know Crenshaw apartment for for filming, I give you I, I that's ten thousand dollars a no, day. No, no, is what I've heard. Uh, you know, I know you're looking around, and I was fucking uh, okay. I've got myself five <laughs> five hundred eighty square feet. I'll throw you three hundred. I'll throw you three hundred and a sandwich, and I'll take to, it to shoot in this place. But we'll, you we'll know, get if to it why. wasn't you, no, totally. it was someone else. So, so anyways, um. Uh, I'm at this party. It's really fucking weird. I'm trying to smoke weed in like porta potties because there's like cops and security everywhere and like thousands of people. And somehow I meet Miley and this other chick who we won't name, but you I have, but I have her sword. That's why I won't name her because I never want to get that sword back. <laughs> this girl, Keep uh, it. Keep she was it. a friend of ours who Miley's no longer friends with. Um, I'm not, I don't speak to her either. Kind of friends with her now. Oh, actually. really? See, I can't keep up with your drama. We've made lady. good. We've made good. One day she called me up and she was like, I'm breaking up with my boyfriend and I'm fucking throwing out all his shit. Do you want it? And I was like, what's in it? She's like, I don't know. A sword, some other stuff. And I was like, I will take it all. I've had that sword <laughs> hung up on my wall for like two and a half years now. I, it's the law of fucking, like, there's some kind of cosmic law that means that is now my sword. Even if one day she calls me, I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking about. The gods willed it I to you. I threw that out. I'm anti-violence. Um, you don't know no sword. I don't know no swords, man. Uh, so I meet you at the party. Um, I think we... Yeah, did we all go back to my apartment that night? I think we, we did. did. We went back to the uh, the unnamed complex in which you live. Yeah, um, uh, the White House. The one, We went back to the White House. The, the Rose Room. <laughs> we went back to the Rose Room. Uh, I asked Jasper to brew us up a pot of uh, chamomile. And, <laughs> and we, we... We just had a talk. We drank tea we drank and tea had and gay chatted times. And, ha- and just had, had wonderful times. We gallivated, we gallivanted along the promenade for a while. Oh, we did. Do you remember that? And so we did. The promenade was awesome that night. Uh, <laughs> I think we, we probably, uh, watched like fucking sketch comedy because that's my move when people I, are in my apartment. I, I remember. I'm like, have you guys heard of Mr. Show? Like that's, I think that's probably my MO, which hasn't really worked for me up to rem- this point. I remember us huddled around some like glass, like, over fancied counter. I think we moved from from uh from from my apartment from Homeboy's uh apartment to yours, and then we ended there. And then you and I hung out into the wee hours of the night. And we we're like, dude, you know, I'm 
dude. Gotta look. This is like, I was cosmic, like dude, man. All right, so then we be- we became we became fast friends. We hung out yeah, for yeah. Uh, I've known you for like fucking four years now. I think. God, you know, it might even be five. I was thinking about that today. Four, because like, I've only been in LA. Okay, like sh- four, a little like, shy of four. So probably I've okay. known you for like three years and eight months. We're, which we're, basically we're means we're, which basically means we're married. It's a special uh, time, totally. And like you came out to visit the setup. You came out to visit me when I was working on Cop Out in New York for Fourth of did. July, oh, and that's okay. a whole other podcast we can never talk we, about. We speak not of it. Let's just say people, people from NB, television's NBC were involved, and things got weird. Let's just say I started out with an invitation to the set of the movie, and I ended without it. Yup, that is that is definitely true. I forgot all about that. The invitation was rescinded in one fell swoop on a on a brisk fourth of july night in battery park new york to no fault of my Stories own on the record on the record half fault of your own but now we're talking about shit that you never know about so let's fucking move on because that's which we will not speak of but um, come on so uh you came into new york i've known you for a few years but cut to about a year and some change ago i thought about this on my way over here i don't remember how i first found out did you tell me I believe that I told, as far as the arrest? Yes. I, I think Or I, did I read, I didn't read it, I didn't read it. I think I called you. I think you called me I'll, after you'd already been arrested and you were back in LA, I believe you called I, the, me. When, after I was arrested, it was a very, um. It was a tough time. It was, it was a very difficult time for no me. No shit. <laughs> And I w- after I was arrested, I went on a tour of roller coasters for a few months. It was months. a joyride. No, it was it was a very difficult time for me. And um, it, prior to the arrest, I was very, um, you know what what was going on was very, uh, very much private, very kept under wraps. And then when 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 I realized that this this was something it was, it was the most it was the most difficult thing I had ever gone through in my entire life. And when I realized that when I saw it on the news, I mean, it, I, I'm an actress and I, I saw like. Well, and we'll get to that. Well, but, but it was, uh, Miley when I saw <laughs> it, I mean, literally when I, I was arrested in Ohio and then after the arrest, you know, I hadn't even told my parents yet. And I was literally watching like excerpts from my demo reel. Can we say, and here's the best part. My, I, like Miley, Miley's claim to, f- her biggest claim to fame at this point would probably be, she gave a dude a blowjob under a table on Californication. Yes, I did. Which I pat her on the back every day for Thank that. Thank you. I'm like, that was the best off-screen blowjob I've ever seen. Yeah, in my no, life. I, I shot out from under a table at, at a. If like you Californication room. fans, what se- do you know what season it is? It was season two, episode two. Okay. If you look that up, that's actually the scene that comes up because apparently it was. Is it on YouTube scene. and shit? Oh yeah. Oh, so everyone, stop the podcast right now. YouTube it, and then you'll see what Miley looks like, and that might color the rest of this you definitely don't look like a federal convict or not my my impression of one thank you no worries that's not a compliment necessarily you could look like a former i'm just saying you don't <laughs> look like a convict there's a million other things you could look like and no offense to farmers no offense a lady of the evening i like to a say lady of the evening didn't i say that i said miley you look like a real lady of the evening tonight. I, I believe you said that to me more than once it sounds what, classy appropriate or not it sounds very classy though and it, it is. Um, <laughs> world's oldest profession. Can't fault it. Uh, I don't know which is worse, saying you look like a felon or you look like a lady of the So, evening. so Miley was in Californication. She had done a few, uh, like independent films and stuff like that. She was Dinosaur Girl in Bratz the Movie. I sure was. On the microphone. 
I sure was. Thank you. Oh, you didn't have to change it from the racist fucking southern one. I like <laughs> I that. I sure fine. done yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, oh, that's oh, good. A little bit further. I little, done uh, do that. Going a little bit further than we had it. Uh, so, <laughs> so Miley had been in a few uh, movies and stuff, and um, when when you got arrested on TV, the headline I read was B-list actress Miley Katie arrested, and I immediately <laughs> I, I, I called you up and I was like, you know what? I, the arrest sucks, but hey, you're a B, I mean, you're a B-lister now. Yeah, I think I called you and said because w- w- after the arrest, I uh, yeah, like I said, I was very private about it, and um, when when it when I realized that it was going to be public domain, and it, this was something that I I really had to be because be. I was, I am so open about it right now. I'm doing, yeah, I'm talking to you about and it. And you have right a blog, now. which we're going to get into in a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And, and yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, I, I am, I am someone who's always been, I've had an aversion to lying or dishonesty, but, um, I, I, for, you know, for, ah! for, for good or ill, I fell into a circumstance that was very, um, that sort of demand. It made you, li- it made you lie because, it made me lie because, yeah, against I, there, I, I don't know, we'll get into that, but there was a part of the story that I thought something, I believed something to be true and then I found out it wasn't enough. Like, it was the most floored I'd ever been in my life that you were capable of lying. I was like, Miley's a super well, villain. Now. Okay, and, and let, let, can let I me, say, can I say that part? Uh, well, uh, I, I'll say it. When I first got – speaking of when I was first arrested. When you were first arrested, when, you you claimed when, complete when, no knowledge. When I, fir- when I was first arrested, okay, I – this is coming out of a long time of secrecy. Like – Okay. T- and Years, right? Uh, literally years. Okay. But wh- pertaining to the actual Which event. is insane because but, you were the most like – okay, when I first started hanging out with Miley, I was in my apartment one night and the phone rang. And she picked it up, and she was like, hey, hold on a second. Hi, how are you? Oh, my God, it's so good to talk to you. And then she hung up after a minute, and I was like, why are you doing that weird voice? And she was like, what are you talking about? Miley is the nicest, like, uber kind to a fault, like, bubbly, like, wonderful person in the world. And this isn't a fault on yours. This is kind of cool that you had this alter, Thank this you. double fucking life going, dude. Well, I mean, it, it, it came from... It actually impresses me a little bit. You know what I mean? Hold on, my. Is that your your ankle bracelet's about to talk? Make it talk, otherwise it's just dead air. Come on, Miley. Oh my God! That's folks. My ankle bracelet, battery charge. Never you mind that. And that wasn't a my... fucking Game Boy I, 3DS. I am plugged into the wall right now. I'm She's on house got rest. a. And here's the thing: I've never seen an ankle bracelet <laughs> in real life. It is massive. You might as well have a PlayStation Three attached to your fucking leg. Pretty like, big. how do you how do you not? Well, we'll get we'll get to the right, whole house but, arrest. But, but I, I want to go into okay. okay yeah, so yeah. I was first arrest, and, arrested, and um, this was coming out. This is a very um, the, this time in my life. It was difficult. We know. Was, Come on, okay, Miley. So I, it was coming out of a time of secrecy, and it was a secrecy because I, I got in. We won't go into it entirely, but I was. Involved in this crime because you were like, seduced. The person, you were seduced by the, a, uh, the person who I got involved with. This um, was my best. The person I believed to be my my very best friend in the entire world. And for I knew five about. Years, and I knew. You know, okay, so long let me time. let me cut in a little bit. So all the time I knew Miley, she had been talking about this really super rich, like affluent, privileged, like almost like aristocracy type shit girl that she was best friends with and she worked as sometimes i'd call miley to hang out and she'd be like oh 
um, I have to go work with this girl for the weekend. We're flying here for something or we're going there. And, but she could never tell me anything about the girl or where the money came from. So I always assumed, uh, I'm not going to say the race, but this might give it away. I always assumed like Yakuza or some crazy like fucking Korean gangster. Like she's an Asian gal. And I always assumed that it was pure crime family shit. So that's why I thought you could never tell me about it. I was not right about that. At well, you all. weren't. You weren't far off the scent. But oh, maybe the we shouldn't line, be talking. What then. I was going to say is, I you know I, saw, I, I, I was a uh, I was involved with uh, someone that and I am very loyal. I she was like a modern day grifter. She she claimed to be someone she didn't turn out to be. She used you. However, you weren't a completely unwilling participant, and that no, would be fair and, to and, say. And I, I take full responsibility for I made bad decisions. I mean, there. Yeah, you went to very, prison for it. I mean, you. I, I, yeah. I mean, there's <laughs> you served there's, your time, dude. I, I've I've learned that there's a very that the slippery slope that we've all heard of is a very real thing. And I got involved in something that I I kept thinking I'm sure it's going to be okay. This is my best friend. I I trust this person. I wouldn't. I don't question and, what she's getting me and involved in. And basically, what you guys were doing was it, we were we were trafficking with, drugs. Flying weed, flying weed around on private, on private, you know? on private jets. Yeah. Which I didn't know at first. Seems that that's like what it a was. really smart idea. Well, no, I didn't know that that's what it was. I mean, I'll go into that. But the bottom line is because we were talking the very about first time you didn't know, but you knew you knew before the arrest. I time. went on eight or nine trips. I knew about the third or fourth trip. But by that time, I was told that people's phones are being tapped. There's physical video surveillance. How did you not get out? How did you not? How? What what do you do in that situation? Dude, you're like do you so say, oh well, even though I know what's uh, going on, listen, I won't tell anybody, but I'm just gonna walk away. It was very difficult, but I guess I, so, yeah. But but I was gonna say, like going back to like when I first told you about it, uh, it was a it was a very difficult time for me because like this as, time you've said that. I know. Okay, but so <laughs> I hate to bust your balls, but I feel like I'm allowed to because that's what I do. I love you. You're yeah, allowed yeah, to yeah, do yeah. that. I love you. Uh, you got it. But but so anyway, when I was arrested. Mm-hmm. At the point when I was arrested, it was I, a difficult time for you. Yes, it was a difficult time. But, <laughs> I'm smiling. But, okay, <laughs> buggy, but, but that's a so slippery slope. When I, I I was arrested and it was crazy. But then when I saw that it was on the news and my my like I had a demo I had a demo reel on my website for acting like you know, com at the time when they're playing that stuff on on the news that I was watching. On you were news. like, I made it. <laughs> I said, I'm finally no, somebody, ma. I, I, I realized that this is something that I'm going to is it's going to be on the record for life, um, and I I need to be on open about this. So things. that's when you switched talking about it. Well, I knew that I was it was it was very open. It was public domain at that point, and I needed to speak about it. But at the time when I got back to Los Angeles, that after being in Ohio, being arrested in Ohio because I wasn't taken into custody then. I wasn't charged. You I was handcuffed exactly. and then I was let go. Exactly. They let the you guys fly home. They brought you to an airport and put yeah, you they, on a plane, yeah, right? Yeah, they did. Regular and plane? I When I flew home, it was on, it was, yeah. That's I, fucked I, up. Know. Like, you get to fly there on a private jet and you're like, at least let us take the jet back. We won't bring any weed with us, <laughs> let man. Let us take the jet back. That's <laughs> fucked up. You're like, I had a couch on there. We had, um, there were shrimp cocktails if we wanted. There was fucking sushi. But anyway, so when I came, when I came back, don't make, don't make trafficking sound fun. When, when I came back to LA, I, um, it was, 
difficult for me to deal with the reality of what I had been involved in because I'd, ne- I'd literally never even said it out loud. Exactly. The fact the, that there was marijuana on the plane, I'd never even discussed totally. it with I'll my cut it. Friend. I'll cut it and translate Miley language at certain points. Uh, so when you got back to LA, you told me what happened. And I had, my first question was like, dude, wh- how would you get involved in something like this? And you had told me that you didn't know there was weed on the plane. There, because, because at that point, no, I, understand. I, I, I still under, thought dude, that I, my I, phones were tapped. Miley, I completely understand why. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm just, I'm just telling our story, dude. It's not like we're not hashing this out right now. I know, but it, it was really hard for me. I know, to, but dude, we're, we're, you're so much further past that. So then, further down the line, I found out that she did know. Blah 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 blah. Um, there, uh, there was a trial. Well, there wasn't a trial because when 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 someone pleads guilty to a crime, there's not a trial. Really. There's not a trial because, but you still a, have to a, appear a, in front of a judge. Well, yeah, a trial consists of of, of a jury of. Oh, uh, okay, I guess and, so. If you but, plead guilty, but, why would there yeah, need to be a jury for the first two or three weeks of me after me being arrested? I told even my family it was the hardest thing I. You I'd lied to done. them about it too. I, everyone and 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 people were understanding, and I and I'm grateful that I have such wonderful people in my life, including you, that who did understand because I thought at that say, at that point still because no one else in the case was saying oh we knew that it was so fine. you didn't want and to be when the we first were, one yeah, when yeah, we yeah. were arrested every single person including myself without exception right. said i didn't know it was fine condensed let's do this sort of shortly because we have a lot to talk about but uh you guys have done this nine times without fail well there were 14 trips i wasn't aware of all okay of but you you had personally done this nine times without fail um, it's whatever night it is in Ohio. It's like a four hour flight. You guys were what hanging out on the plane, napping, like watching TV. What we- I mean, kind of, yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah. You weren't blazing on the plane, right? No, no. I, I've never smoked that much pot in my life. I'm You're not, not even I, a pothead. I've smoked pot before, but I'm, I'm not that into it. I don't Every think time that anyone- I've ever seen you smoke pot, you immediately like fall asleep. Like you're the worst <laughs> stoner in the world. You go to like a different planet. Yeah. I, I, I've, I've very rarely pot smoked smokers. pot in my life, yeah, yeah. I, but I mean, I've, I, I have smoked pot and totally, but you were never, that was never your thing. You're not that kind of person. Um, so, so we're all, you're on the plane, you're just doing normal shit. You land in Ohio as if everything is normal. What happens? On the day of the arrest? Yeah, literally the night of your, like you, <laughs> screech, tires just land in Ohio. Okay, so at- what exactly happens in a short version? Well, okay. So it's, it was, a. Uh, in the morning, we we flew into Ohio. There's four of us on the plane, and uh, we plus a pilot and a co-pilot, and a, and plus a pilot and a co-pilot. Okay, no stewardess or anything. No stewardess that day. No. And what I, kind of plane was it? I think it was a G5. Oh, so it was a nice fucking plane. It was a real nice plane. Oh yeah. wow! All right. I, no, it was a. Uh, it was. It was what you is that your fucking ankle yeah, bracelet yeah, barking yeah does it bark like a dog it, it is yeah it's tr- it's it's i never charged. knew ankle bracelets were like kids toys i'm it's literally plugged into so- an outlet right it's like, now because i have to charge it twice a day and we're doing that right now your so. ankle bracelet's like a speaking spell it is it is cookies c o o k i e cookie and then you can do it really slow like cookie I will uh, need to name it soon. You might um, be a little too young for speaking spells. I think by the time you were that age, they had like computers and shit. <laughs> um, um, I, so so we 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 flew into uh, into Columbus, Ohio, to the private airport, and um, we uh dramatic we, pause. We land, we land, and um, 
that, like I said, there's four of us on the plane. We we get off the plane and um, we uh, I stand there on the tarmac as as the bags are unloaded from the plane. Someone and working to, at the airport unloads the bags. There's oh, there were always um, guys waiting there for us. Oh, they, that they, you they were, knew. No, we didn't know them. I mean, we, we some some of them were familiar faces. No, no, no. Meaning guys on your team, as it were, not airport employees. People. No, they were airport employees. People were greased though. Oh, so they were invo- the airport airport employees involved at every airport. Yeah, well, they were waiting for us because they because they knew. I mean, I I wasn't I really wasn't privy to these details. All I know is that there were always people there waiting to help us who worked at the airport and who were just probably told that people are going to need help with their bags. And they happened to get a good tip. Okay, understood. That. So they didn't ask so, what was in the bag. Yeah, I don't believe that they knew. Okay, right on. So you, you know, get off- whatever they thought, I don't, they were not told. They weren't part of it. And um, so you get off they, the plane. You're waiting yeah, on the tarmac. Yeah, and then so after the bags are unloaded, we have three cars waiting for us bags. on the tarmac. Say where you're from. I'm I'm from Seattle. I'm from a small town near Seattle, and apparently I say bags and just justify bags so people don't. That doesn't go on set. So they're unloading the bags. <laughs> um, so you're waiting there's, on the there's tarmac. There's three cars there. There's a I think either a limo or an Escalade. We had limos or Escalades each time. And then like th- this, at this point, I think we just had, um, two, two Escalades or two SCBs of some, uh, you know, a- equivalents and, and, uh, a third van and the white van. And so I, um, the, the girl I was with, um, assigns each one of us, each one <clears throat> and designates us to, to one vehicle or another. And so, um, shortly after uh, the bags being loaded into the three cars, the four of us are, um, <clears throat> settled into the three cars. Okay. And, um, the girl is in the front. Okay. And with her bodyguard. And then another guy, there's two hired drivers, one in the, in the white van in the back. This is like clear and present second. danger. Yeah. It sounds <laughs> like a presidential convoy. <laughs> and then, um, in the middle car, there's another guy loaded. Yeah, that sits in the passenger side there, and then I'm okay. I, I'm in the in the white van in the back, and then we wait for a minute for movement from the front, and then we go. We you know, we once the caravan starts moving, we um pass through security, which is more or less just a wave. That's I mean, a, in a private that's, airport, and that's different. why the theory of of bringing weed on private planes typically works if you're not bringing 500 pounds. Like if you're just bringing your own supply or something. It's kind of the everyone knows it's the way to get around it because they don't really do. If you fly private, they don't check you. It's not the same security there's no secu- at all. There's no TSA, it, so there's no screening. There's no metal detector. There's no nothing. No, it's it's really more more or less a wave. Sometimes they'll check the back. I, I you know what they're looking for is like the luggage. They don't totally. They don't open the yeah, luggage. Yeah, yeah. In my experience. So but, so you guys get through security. So we so we pass it and we're about and there's a gate that um that you know, the 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 private airport is gated and as we I I'm in the back of this caravan and so as we are turning to exit the airport uh, I was on my phone and um I I got a a call from the girl in the front and then she called me and I I answered and then uh, she hung up before she could say anything and I looked up because I'd been distracted before that and I and I looked up to see that our our caravan had been stopped by a wall of DEA agents How and they're people about, or cars um there're probably about half a dozen cars and about 20 to 30 people um about 20 DEA agents uh, in, bu- in bulletproof vests guns with drawn mach- with mach- with machine guns pointed at us and we were arrested at that point. What was she going to say on the phone? 
quick, make a run for it. Like, I, she, she had already seen the 40 DEA. Oh, she'd probably be like, don't fucking say a word or something. I don't know. Well, I mean, I, I don't know. I couldn't, okay. I couldn't say that. Are you allowed to say where you would have gone had they not stopped you? Where was, how are you guys dropping and distribute? How was she, she wasn't involved in the sales portion and that level. She was just distributing bulk amounts, says Chick. Well, I, I, I think that all of us were probably just glorified meal, drug Well, meals. I mean, where did you go with the bags usually? To a, a crappy hotel. And someone else in, would come and get in them? In Ohio. And, and then we'd, you know, someone else would. Okay, right. And that's what I was asking. So your destination was some hotel, you'd make the grab, and then you'd fly right back to LA. No, we, we would stay there for three nights and four days. Why and that long? I don't know. Oh, as cover, I, as cover. It makes sense. No, I, I, to be honest, it I totally really makes sense because, no, because air traffic control tracks every flight. So if they see a flight landing and then taking, and then the same people taking off like five hours later, obviously they just came into town to do something illicit. I make that completely makes sense. Okay. Uh, wall of DEA agents. What's your first thought? Like, do you start crying immediately? I didn't cry, but to, to be honest with you, um, at that point in my life, I felt you knew it was coming? I, every single night for a long time before that, I dreamed, I mean, I, I, I was having night, I, I would say I have night, like ter- was having night, night, I was having night terrors. Like I, I was so, I was literally like the walking dead. Like that arrest marked the, which is the, a really good show. The so end of one be like hell and the beginning of another. And okay. the first was a private one. It was much worse. No, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was, so it was so awful. the arrest actually, if anything, it, it gave, it, it kind of felt like freedom because at least this, this keeping this secret and this lie up was over and you knew it was going to happen eventually, kind of. I felt that, but I could never ask. I could never, I mean, I never. I, I certainly never. Obviously, said you would have rather, and to- you would have rather it not happen, obviously. I, I, yeah, I never wanted to be involved in in any of that from the beginning. I, mean, I was freaking like the student body president. I barely swore. I mean, it was, screw high school, but like you know, I I I'd never been a habitual lawbreaker. However, whatsoever. to win student body president, if your campaign is vote for me, I can get you five hundred six pounds of weed. I think <laughs> was it good weed? Oh, you're not even into weed. So I, we never even, even smoked it. You never saw it. You never smoked it. You never got to handle it. It was only no. In I, I have no idea. Right on. So. Cops, uh, DEA swarms all the cars. Everybody gets out. I'm sure they yeah. cuff you, bring you to like a. They bring office. us downtown to Columbus, Ohio. Oh, they bring you to a precinct. They, yeah, they, no, no. So I don't know that it was a prison. I never saw a jail cell. Okay. I've still never seen a jail cell. Okay. Um, and so the four of us are the girl and two guys, and I are taken downtown to. Um, not the Columbus, pilots. Ohio. The pilots, no, the pilots were not in on it. And the cops the, knew the EA knew I, that. I, I suspect that um, that they the, tipped the crew them off. Was in on it because tipped, it, there's a lot. There's some weird vibes. There was a lot of weird vibes. I mean, it was it was just it was different. That okay. Time. Um, cops take you downtown. Uh, don't arrest you. What do they do? Oh, well, they handcuff me and they like you know I I get my mug shot taken. Did you smile is, for it? Uh, no, I didn't. You did not. <laughs> no, I didn't. Oh, that's did. the move, dude. Come on. I mean, I, I was horrified. Because then it's I a was... funny Facebook picture for the rest of your life. Oh, yeah. That could have been a prospect. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. A lot of people do that. Like, if you're going to get arrested, like, go for Facebook. Like, I mean, uh... I, I, <laughs> I was in such a state where it, it was... I can imagine you weren't in the mood to make funny faces. Okay. It was like a dream state. What is, so what do they do there? They say, 
you can go home, but we're we gonna were interrogated. Ta- we're going to be talking to you very soon. Well, we were interrogated for about four hours or so. Okay, Individ- know, I, I individually. The, yeah, I had the whole good cop, bad cop thing um, in the room. They were asking me like all sorts of. How questions. good was the good cop, and how bad was the bad cop? The good cop wasn't that good, and the bad <laughs> cop was pretty bad. Okay, so they were so they were <laughs> fucked up. Okay, right on. And um, they weren't that nice. And um, that w- when we left there, I remember vividly. They them. let you go. They, or they let the, the, they let three of us go, not the girl. Okay, so they drove the three of you to the airport, or they let you walk out of wherever you were. No, no, no. We I, I ended up staying in in Ohio for about two more nights after that. Under police watch. No, no, no. no. So they uh, were literally like, "You're free to go." Yeah, they, they, the, what they said to us when we left was, we hope we never see you again. Basically saying like, well, we hope your stories hold up and that you, we're not going to charge you with anything. But of course, inevitably, we all went to prison. So, okay, you get, so you're in Ohio for two more days. You come back to LA and you're still not charged with the crime. When do you next get contacted by the law? Well, I, I, I stepped off of the plane about, I, I stayed in Ohio for, I think, two nights that night and then one other night because I wanted to get, I wanted to get home immediately, but it was hard to find flights going home and the right price and such and such. And then so I wanted, I was a, the first to go home. And when I came off of the plane at LAX, um, and at this point, no one knows still, you know, my parents don't know. I, I'm not, no, yeah, I you see it's been on the news, yeah, but yeah. I'm, I'm very nervous about it. I'm, I'm, ter- I'm terrified. Totally. I'm absolutely terrified. And, um, <clears throat> so I, I came off of the plane and I had a, a voicemail from the head DEA agent. And he was saying, you know, hello, I'm, I just want to let you know that you're a target of investigation. Um, I, I'm going to be sending you some paperwork. Let me know your address, blah, blah, blah. And then shortly after that, um, my, my brother's, uh, girlfriend had seen it on the news. A lot of people saw it on the news I knew. And they, you know, I was contacted by people who said, I saw you on the news, such and such. And, um, uh, my, my brother's girlfriend, uh, had seen it on the news and my brother called me shortly after that and, uh, said, Hey, you know, how are you doing? And I said, well, it's, you know, it's kind of crazy. So that's right when your, fa- that's when your family found out. That, yeah. And my brother told my parents and, um, and then shortly after that, we, uh, my, through my, pa- my parents talked to their lawyer in Washington state and got a referral for a lawyer in LA. In, in LA. All right, and, so, th- and then I shortly gained legal counsel, and that's when I contacted the DEA agent back right. saying, okay, now I have legal counsel. Now let's time jump again, because we, cause we got to kind of, because uh, we do have a lot more to get to, and I want to keep it, you know what I mean? Um, you go through a lot of legal shit, there's no trial, you plead guilty, you get sentenced to a month in federal prison? Yeah, to 30 days in federal prison and, okay, and, so and one year house arrest. All right, federal prison first. What was that like? Where was it? What? What? You didn't let me beat you up right before, which I thought was a bad idea. <laughs> we weren't going to go all 25th hour on. Well, that was fucked up. I called you the night before you went to prison. I called you and I was like, Maya, let me come over and punch you in the face <laughs> so people won't try to have sex with you in jail. And you were like, oh, I know that movie. We're watching it right now. And I was like, who the fuck watches 25th hour the night before they go to jail? That's the most depressing thing I've ever heard of in my life. It was depressing. I didn't quite Was it know. a bad idea in retrospect? 
I really like the movie. That's like every time you go through a breakup, everyone throws on like some fucking romantic comedy because they think it's going to make them feel better. But then all of a sudden, two minutes in, you're like, I hate the world. It's like imagine watching The Notebook, but imagine that like he slaughters her at the end. Okay, good (laughs) shit. I'd probably watch it if that's what happened. really horrible I've never seen The Notebook, but if that was the ending, I would watch it. If Gosling just pulled out a chainsaw (laughs) or something and was like, fuck it, it's Bateman time. Um, Dive it. Uh, <laughs> it's Bateman time. <laughs> so, so you get sentenced to a month in federal prison. Uh, where it was, where was it? It, it was at Victorville, uh, federal prison camp okay. for women. But it was, a, that's and, what it was. It was a federal prison camp. It was yeah. like a work camp, right? It was a work camp. It was, it was, uh, near, near Barstow. Yeah, uh, on the way from yeah, LA to yeah, Vegas. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, um, so it, it was in the desert and, um, it, I will say it's a facility that my, my term of 30 days was very unique to the, to the prisoners there. It was something like going there. I really kept under wraps because most of them I, were serving longer sentences. Yeah. I mean, I met women who were serving 20 year sentences and I kept the under wraps because I, I, I what did re- you tell people you got arrested for? I was honest about it, but in, in the beginning, cause that's a cool arrest. Like I'm sure that gets you clout in jail. Well, the, the thing is for I, other prisoners, you know what I mean? Like, I, I, I don't know what it's like in men's prisons. I'm, I'm assuming it's different, but for me going Penises, in, uh... for, for me going in, I had a lot of, because I, I had experienced being in a very difficult situation where I made bad decisions and that, that got, I mean, yes, I was influenced one way or the, or the other, but I think a lot of people are, um, whatever their circumstances, but I, I came into it trying to be respectful. Uh, I, I, I think respect killed. is really the currency in prison. Yeah, no shit. At least like, for women. You didn't want to get murdered. I understand. Well, it's it's a prison camp, so there's not uh, violence is there's not condoned an, not there. Not ample. Op- <laughs> I don't think violence is condoned. And well, the thing is, it, it, if you are violent in a prison camp, you are going to face consequences very go very immediately, yeah. and you will be moved to another facility. Yeah. What's the difference between prison and jail? Well, jail is is uh, from my understanding. Uh, pr- I, I I couldn't Pre-senten- say this pre sentencing. Jail. I mean, it's different. It's like I I had uh, co defendants who are incarcerated in jail facilities um, prior to their sentencing in prisons. In, in jails, it's different. no. They were in jails before they got sentenced. Before to prisons. they got before they got sentenced. So to I that's what I think of jail is. I think it's like a holding thing in between the arrest yeah. and the trial where you could go to prison. Yes, but okay. I, I could have served my time in a county. Well, I, I'm not certain of this, but I, I I think it's possible I could have served my time in in a jail. But b- because it's a federal offense, I, I'm I'm not actually certain that I could have because you really, from my impression. You really need to touch federal ground in order to have your federal time served. To have 30 days as your sentence in a federal prison is very unique. And when I came in there, I was told, like, you know, the, the guards when in my receiving, um, my lawyer dropped me off and, and the, the guards were sort of like, Oh, what the hell? You, you 30 days that, you know, that we have to go through so much paperwork for this. Like, why are you even here for 30 days? You should have served this somewhere else. But that, that was the fact All of the matter. Right. I was right there. On. So what were your 30 days like in a, in a, in a short, a shortened version? What was it like to be in prison for 30 days? It felt like prison. All right. That's uh, you what know, one I mean, assume, I, I will I mean. say that because people say, oh, is it, was it much? People ask people me. People ask you, was it awesome? Because they just assume it was. Re- who was, really? <laughs> no. Was it amazing? Did they have a Ferris wheel? Um, was it like know, the prisons of your, did it, you guys do a talent show? 
Uh, it was awful. Yeah, it we- was really awful. Um, I, in ways it was better than what I had expected. And in ways it was much worse. Well, give me the, give me both real quick. Okay. So it, it was better because I was not it, at a federal, at a prison camp. Granted, we were to describe to you the grounds that we were on, uh, the Victorville federal, uh, women's camp is on, it shares grounds with three other prisons and they're okay. all men's prisons. One is a, Sexy. is a men, is a, is a penitentiary. And the other two are medium security men's prisons. Okay. But it's all real serious. I mean, when you drive up, it is a, you know. It's a fucking prison. It's a prison. There's, there's like four layers of razor, you know, uh, not barbed wire fences, but like, uh, razor wired fence, four layers of it. So it's very much a real prison, but, um, but the, the, the women's camp is a work camp and a lot of the work that is done is to serve, um, the, the, the needs of the other prisons. Like laundry? And laundry, that sort of thing. But, um, uh, well, we wouldn't, uh, to my awareness, I, I don't know that we ever did the men's laundry. So what, what did well, you we do? Well, we would, there would be women who would be, um, you know, hired to, to work at men's prisons. But anyway, so we, going into the prison, um, there, some of the, uh, things you might not expect. I was never behind, uh, bars. I was okay. never locked up. It looked, a, it looked a lot more like a community college than a prison. Okay. Like the grounds were, you know, quite manicured. The yard was. Right on. Yeah, we, yeah, the, yeah. the guards were not armed. We were locked in at night, but we were free to, to roam if we weren't working throughout the day. And there was a count twice a day where we'd have to line up against the wall and they'd count the prisoners. So there were about re- 250 of in, us. In that respect, it wasn't as bad as you thought. What were the things that but, were worse than you thought? I would say that the worst part of it was the consistent physical discomfort because you were really never comfortable. I mean, you, you're living in this, um, you know, there was a, a large area with bunk beds, but the bunk beds were, were very uncomfortable. They were very thin. Unless you had a medical uh, clearance to be on the bottom bunk, you would be on the top so were bunk. were you on the top bunk? I was on the top bunk, and there's no railing, and if you fall, you will get injured. Did you fall? I never did, but I heard other of, people. I heard of other women falling and breaking their arms, or, right, and, right, and, right. and apparently uh, medical was unsympathetic. A, a lot of the time to to injuries and whatnot, it was hard to get in. Don't there talk and shit get about treatment. them. Don't fucking bring you back. I hope uh, not. <laughs> but that but that is that is what I heard. And that was my experience. So the constant constant discomfort was really the worst part. Constant discomfort. Your uniforms are uncomfortable because well, where where are you going to lay down? Okay, so there's your bed that's incredibly uncomfortable, and then if you're going to sit down, there you are. Each prisoner is issued um, a plastic chair that you can bring with you to the television rooms. There's you know the like, TV like room a kindergarten chair, one of those shitty yeah, plastic hardback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, um, so there's that, but they're not comfortable. And then if you go to the cafeteria, as you could imagine, those chairs are not comfortable How's either. How's the shower situation without shower getting sexy, unless you want to? No, um, the shower situation was actually one of the things that surprised me in a positive way because I was afraid, I was afraid that it was going to be group like shower. a group shower or, or something incredibly demeaning, but it's actually, it, it's the, the best way I could describe it is if you go to LA Fitness or some, some kind of gym and there's a curtain, there's a private shower. It's very much like that. Right there's, up. there's, you know, maybe 10, 15 stalls in our unit. 
And you and you so you did a month in there, and your days were basically spent either doing work at the prison or just fucking trying to pass time, right? Yeah. Well, well if you are at that prison as a as a prisoner, you will be issued some job. So what was your job? My I I was not issued a particular job because when you were you were issued that job about. After a month or so, so you didn't. There. You weren't there for long enough to get a specific yeah, job. But if you have, so if you, you, like if you, yeah, if, yeah, if you're like a temp, you, if you're new, you are on call kind of for work, and your job is to report twice a day to the main to the front office in the facility, and at, at eight a.m. and at noon, and they will have work for you to do, or they won't. In the first week I was there, they didn't have a lot of work oh, that's for me awesome. to do. And you're only there for three, four weeks. So. Yeah. yeah, but after that, I realized that that's really not common. I think I may have come on just a very slow week. What what I found is that um, it's it seems to me to be actually a lot more common where you are going to be working every single day, and you do work such as you know sweeping the the yard or gardening in the yard or some. Sometimes um, a lot of yard work, a lot of yard work or, you know, cleaning the, the, the bathrooms yard. or whatnot. I never did that, but I'm aware of other people who had done it. Right. On. That is one of the jobs you'll get assigned to. But one of the bigger things that um, we were called on to do was um, take care of work that needed doing at the men's prisons because we were on, you know, we were associated and on grounds with um, what kind of, with what kind of work? Prisons. Um, well, I will say the 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 need for work was um was affected by uh the activity at the men's prisons there was a lot of stabbings while i was there i think so a I was lot of like cleaning up stabbings. bloody shirts and shit no no there were about th- i think three stabbings so while there wasn't I was there. a lot of work called for because they didn't want shit going well the thing is the men would get on lockdown for for as a disciplinary yeah, action yeah, yeah. um so when the men were on lockdown, there were things that the the men would have been responsible for oh, in their so you had prison job. So you have, yeah. For example, recycling. I never did that, but I know people who did would go over there, and I mean, it is a gruesome job. I mean, hor- horrific, awful. Like you'd get a team of you know ten women going over there. And for recycling, I've never the, heard someone describe such a green friendly thing as being like, it's horrific and awful. Oh, Fuck no, the planet. Let it burn. The, these women, they would be, we'd, I, I wasn't part of it, but they would, I, I heard they would be bussed over there from a, a camp taxi. There were white vans that would be like the service, the camp taxis for the women's facility. And, um, You'd be busted. Fucked up is if you work on a movie, you get tripped, bust around in white vans too. It sounds very similar oh, working so on similar. a movie and going to prison for a month. Oh yeah, um, except movies last longer. <laughs> so uh, you do your thirty days, you get out, you're free, sort of ish. You are Whoops. now on house arrest. I am. What does that mean to like the layman? Um, you've got a giant fucking ankle bracelet. When I, when you, when we were, when it's, when we talked about recording this, I was like, yeah, my place. And you were like, I wish that was possible. I wasn't sure if you were serious. I, I was totally serious. I didn't realize, cause you're allowed to go to work. You work at a, a restaurant. Right? I do, yeah. You're allowed to work under house arrest. Yes. What, what are you allowed to do? What aren't you allowed to do? What are the specifics of house arrest? House arrest, um, it, uh, under the terms that, that, that I am under, um, I, I am required to sub, I, I, first of all, I have two probation officers. I have one that is responsible for, 
uh, overseeing my next three years because my my sentence was one year of house arrest and three, three years, years of condition, probation. Conditional good behavior probation. Right? Yes, yeah, and, yeah. and and the one year of house arrest um is included under the three years. So, so right now I'm serving. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, so I have two probation officers. One I have very little contact with, unless I have random drug testing, which I actually have tomorrow morning. Not so which, random. Not so. Well, it's my second <laughs> drug testing since I've been here. Since I've been um out of prison, I, I don't I look was, into my eyes because I will give you the transitive properties of marijuana. I'm sure. Like, <laughs> I uh, I was I was in. A, I'm grateful to have only random drug testing. It was actually at her discretion when she heard that I had been um under such uh consistent drug testing. I was I was I was testing up to eight times a month in pretrial services, which was up to five months or so. No, yeah, so yeah, I, yeah. I drug tested a lot. So she basically gathered that I'm not I'm not really a high risk so, drug okay, so, user. So, so you got a year on house arrest and then two years of good behavior. What are you allowed where are you allowed to go on house arrest? So every week I have to submit a schedule to my home monitoring probation officer. Um who is my my house arrest officer? Okay, the one I report to, and I submit a schedule of my work schedule. My the work is not a given; you have to submit that. You know, a week and they've ahead got to of approve time. it. Yeah, 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 and she approves it. And um, so it, when I submit my schedule, what is in that schedule is my my work. I can be out of the house, by the way, for um up to sixty hours at a time. Okay, and at a time, with, I, at a time, I, in a week, within a week. Okay, and um. I was like, because you could go to Mexico and back in that amount of time. I could go to Europe and back if I had a passport, if the government hadn't confiscated it. Yeah, you're not ever going to be able to leave this country again. No, I know. Um, but- Which is a bummer because I was just about to invite you for a week in gay Paris. Thank you. No worries. Next year. <laughs> in maybe in three years. It's a lot that counts. But so <laughs> I also get, th- I get th- uh, three hours essential leave and three hours earned leave. Essential leave is... Food it's, shopping is is from from what I've used it as is uh grocery shopping and I also go to pretty much every essential leave which actually happens tomorrow for me is um grocery shopping and Kinkos okay and I go to Kinkos because I need to fax my schedule for the next week and I don't have the fax you need to fax it what and the they just fuck? assume that I have a fax machine and I don't have a fax machine what is so it nineteen eighty seven and we all work on Wall Street like, I who, know who has who a fucking am I? fax Thompson? machine like no don't, I don't know who that is. You don't know who Hunter Thompson is? No. We're going to talk after this. Okay. You, you want to tell me right now in case the viewers don't know either real quick? Hunter Thompson. Oh, Hunter Thompson. Hunter S. Thompson. Dr. Hunter Gonzo. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I know exactly who he is. I thought you said Andre Tompkins, and I was like, I don't, I thought that was some famous prisoner or something. <laughs> I love how you just associate that with me. Just I don't know how Hunter's name got evoked in this. That's why. Anyway. My uh, fellow felon. Yeah, um, yeah. So... Uh, I get three hours essentially, and that's just to do, like, if I needed to go to the dry cleaners or whatnot, I, I, I have to call first, like, tomorrow morning, um, I, my essential leave is, is between noon and three o'clock, and that includes, like, le- leave time of my, out of my apartment and, and arrival time back into my apartment. Okay. And so, so I have to call. travel time is in there, too. Travel so time, yeah. fucked for traffic. Yeah, absolutely. So I have to call and say, uh, hello, this is Miley Katie, hello, you know, such and such probation officer. I leave her a message. It's an automated message machine that I I'm call into. I'm leaving the house. Here's I'm leaving where I'm the house. Going. This is the address I'm going to. I'm going to Trader Joe's. It's like address or cross and or cross streets. Okay. I'm going to Ralph's and Trader Joe's and such and such a cross street. 
And then I'm going to Kinko's at 5500 Wilshire Boulevard or whatever and it is. Fax the schedule. Yeah. 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 And so, and then I also get three hours of earned leave, which means you go to a movie, you can go to dinner with friends, you can hang out. But I, I, I'm not allowed to go to a bar. I can go to, I am allowed to drink as long as it's not in excess at a restaurant or something. Yeah, I can go to a bar. I, I can go to a restaurant that has a bar. But I can't just go to a bar because they don't really deem that a healthy activity, I guess. So Okay. So yeah. gun range is probably out of the question? I'm not allowed to ever in my life. I know, because I went to a gun, a gun range for the first time two days ago. And the first thing they asked me was, have you ever been convicted of a felony? And I was like, I guess I'm not asking Miley to come with me. Thank you. There goes that dinner date, which would have <laughs> been so awesome because we were going to go to Long John Silver after. Um, ah. Taste the ocean. I don't know what their catchphrase Taste is. Taste the I've ocean. Never, I've never eaten there before. Um, so Mouthful of sand. There you go. Mouthful of sand. That's why they're not doing so well these days. Uh, so what have you, how long have you been on house arrest for now? Uh, what is, what is the day? It's, uh, this, it is currently the 18th of January in the year 2012 of, uh, your, of your Lord. I've I've been on it for a two months and some change, about wow, two man. months and four days. Has, out, has it been interesting? It has. It's been very interesting. Has it been lonely? Because you're been lonely? you're a social fucking butterfly. You're always out and about, typically, right? Well, I, I'm not. I, I'm not a big goer outer. I I don't like clubs. I don't like. I don't go. No, out but you're, that you're, often you you hang out with friends a lot though and shit. And I still do. I, I, I'm very. I just have to come here. Yeah, I'm very lucky that, and and I feel blessed that I have um a great support system. I have friends who come over. All the time. I mean, for Christmas and Thanksgiving. Here's so what you don't know. We're all DEA agents undercover. We're that fucking good. This thing goes way back. It's a web of lies and conspiracies. Like, that Hills party was staged, Miley. There is no the Hills. I hate to break it to <laughs> the you. Whole, the whole series I'm was 45 years. I'm 45 down. years old. I'm really good at my job. Um, I'm so impressed. You, you're allowed to go to work, basically... Do the essential shit. Go food shopping, uh, get gas in your car, whatever, and then three hours of uh, free time a week, as it were. Yeah, and that's and that can be taken away. I actually had a, ske- a scheduling conflict um, with my probation officer, my home monitoring probation officer, last week, and my earned leave was taken away. Now, what's the deal with the giant fucking contraption on your ankle? I have to charge it twice a day for about half an hour each time. So I spend about an hour each day. That's why you're chained to the outlet right now. Yeah. Like you wanted to get coffee and you were like, um, from the other room. I mean, not from like Starbucks. Yeah. yeah, yeah. When you came in, I I was, I was plugged in because I, I I just, I had my earned leave tonight from seven to 10 PM and you got here at 10. So I would barely been home for a few minutes and, um, I, I needed to plug in right away. And, um, when I am tethered to an outlet, it does make for uh, a, a difficult situation. You if I buy want to go to the like kitchen. twenty extension cords. Well, it's, it's a long cord that it comes. It's not like I'm literally at you know inches away. No, from but an you outlet. know what I mean. If you got like twenty extension cords end to end, you could walk like with you have like five thousand feet of range. Like you can go anywhere you want four times over. You could do laps around the apartment, man. I could. You should do that. I'll buy you mm-hmm. some extension cords for your birthday. When, when's your birthday? January 1st. Thank you for the birthday right. wishes. No worries. We'll, we'll have to wait a little bit. But next year, when you're no longer on house arrest, I'll get you a shitload of extension cords. Like the day your house arrest is over, I'll get you a house arrest care package. 
that I could have used when I was on house arrest. Yeah, yeah. For my birthday that you neglected. I was I was at a fish concert, Miley, all right? And you were by yourself at a house arrest. Hey, I've been to a fish concert with you before. I, kind of. You were there, sort of. Yeah, you were kind of in a fish concert. Oh, um, good times. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so what? What? Uh, what? What are the? What are the worst parts about house arrest? I, you know, I, it's the, I, I I'm deprived of the option to leave. So it, can, it can be suffocating if, if is I it mentally is it crazy to like does the apartment kind of turn into your own prison in a way? Well, it literally is my own prison. Um, but you yeah. know, I've, uh, I knew this was coming. I knew I was going to be on house arrest. And, and it's I, better and than the alternates. I'm very, in, I'm incredibly grateful for. Your entire for, sentencing thing seemed to, it yeah, could have been way worse. Whatever, the other people got it way worse, right? They did, yeah. The sentences were 10 years. The other people in my case were sentenced to 10 years, six years, four years, three years, one year in a day, nine months in prison plus nine months of house arrest. And then my sentence. How are there was, this many people if there were four people in the plane? There were there other, were people, other involved? people involved. Okay. Um, but I, uh, I'm very grateful for the lenience that was given to me and I, and I have every intention of, of, you know, following through with anything that's expected of me. I am not trying to get away with anything. I I just, I just want to do it. And speaking to that, to that end, I read a blog post today about your, your, uh, bracelet almost dying at work and you have, now we should say you've been, you're blogging. Do you want to talk about that a little bit? Sure. Yeah. I have a, one of the. Uh, the, the things that I, I, I'm a writer also and I, I. She's a writer, watch. actress, and felon. <laughs> yes. She's a triple threat. Actress. <laughs> actress slash felon? Yes. <laughs> um, I, one of. Most the- actresses probably have, have a little bit of shady pet, but. <laughs> um, I, I do have a website. It's housearrestgirl.com. Which is a fantastic URL. And I was like, how did she get that? And then I realized. You know what? Probably not so many people advertising their house arrests. Amazing. It's it. taken on Twitter. It's taken on all these other things. I don't, I don't, I don't judge people who are on house arrest, of course, but it seems that not that many people on house arrest. Ooh, is there like this house arrest, like in, infighting between like all the, like the house arrest luminaries on the internet? Like, not that I'm aware of. There may be, though. We so don't know. Housearrestgirl.com. You're blogging how often? Uh, about once a week. About once a week. Um, because cause your weeks are so busy. I'm joking. They actually you are. You should be able to pick up the blog. Do a couple more posts a week, man. You're literally on house arrest. Like, it's right there in the title. You don't think your readers are like, <laughs> she gives us one blog post a week? Like, we know where she is. <laughs> yeah, what is she fucking doing in there? Like, Not hard to find. Yeah, yeah. Um, Housearrestgirl.com. And you've been blogging about your experiences. I am. The, what uh, There were a number of reasons that I started the, the website. Um. For one thing, I, I took down my acting website, which is mylykatie.com, because I had my demo reel on there. It was, it was exclusively for acting, and I am not able to go on auditions for the next year. Oh, you're not? That's not, not part of your work detail. Because the thing is, with auditions, you don't get enough notice. And even if, even if I were to get uh, enough yeah. notice for an audition, if I booked the job, it's probably, it might not be. You could have people audition you in your bedroom here. That would be kind of weird. Oh, yeah. It's a studio. Oh, it is, it's a studio. So, I mean, casting couch slash bed. Either yeah. It could, yeah, it, yeah. There, there are only very specific situations where that could possibly work. 
Um, Probably a Brett Ratner film. Yeah, if Brett Ratner wants to come over and then uh, fuck him because I've met him and he's a fucking asshole. I know. And if he hears me now, he'll know exactly why the fuck I'm saying this. Brett Ratner, A, is an avid Bagged and Boarded fan. I get letters from him every day. And B, you just made the audience very, very happy because no one, nobody likes Brett Ratner. Um, <laughs> he's an asshole. All right. Uh, you, you, so you're, st- you're stuck here in the house. You're blogging. What is, uh, like, what's the future? What can you do with this whole ordeal? How do you move on from it? What's the transition going to be like? Cause we're wrapping up here. Like what, what's, what does the future hold for former and forever felon Miley? Okay. I guess. Yeah. Sort of a presidential pardon, mind you. Hey, when I'm president, man. Thank you. I will not pardon um, you. Well, you know what? Uh, like I said, I, I I started this blog and I started it for a number of reasons. One of them is it's cathartic for me. It's per, it's very personal. It's uh, I've never been someone who even gives regular status updates on Facebook. I don't. I'm not a tweeter. I don't really tweet. I think I have a Facebook account or a a Twitter account that has been taken over by spam people, and I don't think I'll ever get it back. Um, so if you ever get anything from Miley Katie on Twitter, it's not me, probably. Um, but you'll be able to get an amazing deal on iPad 4, so yes. listen up. <laughs> so, so pay attention nonetheless. But, um, I, uh, I, I wanted to do this to, to just be, uh, it, I don't know, to, to not disappear. Not that I thought I would, but it's sort of a, a, a protective thing. I, I don't want to, uh, lose touch with the outside world, though I haven't felt that at all. It has been, uh, it has meant a lot to me to, to, to be posting and to hear back from people. And I, one of the, the greatest things that I, I have gotten out of this is connecting with people who are in similar circumstances. Other, other house arresters. Yeah. I, and this is what I hoped for because I, I. Oh my God. I just thought of the most tragic irony. You guys what? can't even hang out. Oh yeah. Well, the thing, the, that's actually a misconception. You are one of the, beliefs of if you are a felon you're not able to associate with other I didn't mean that I meant literally right now you can't oh, hang yeah. out in no, yeah, other people <laughs> yeah, someone's I, also I don't, do people think that you're not allowed to talk to other feloner well you have to report it to your probation officer do you really yeah you do if you, you even you, speak you're, with one you're allowed to uh, consort with other felons but as long as you tell your probation officer, which I do every month do you guys have but, like felon bars where you all hang out and shit and like swap, swap old War stories? Well, I'm not allowed to go to bars. Oh, yeah. So, um, felon. And I, wouldn't, I don't know that I spend my earned yeah. leave with a bunch of <laughs> other felons. Hey, man, don't talk shit about felons. You are <laughs> not, one. No, I mean, no I mean, felons, I don't know. Okay, um, obviously. You're like, the, the felons I know are felons. all good felons. Yeah. yeah. I, um, but uh, so you're gonna be you're gonna keep blogging. So I'm going to keep blogging, and and it's 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 very it means a lot to me to reach out to people who are who are in similar circumstances. I, I've had uh, people reach out to me through the blog who either are going into similar circumstances and who have been happy to get the uh, the insight of what it's really like. So if, if there are any, house arrest, any listeners out there currently on house arrest, email this chick is what she's trying to say. I, 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 because the thing is that going into this, I was terrified. I would like and to I, think my audience wouldn't put themselves in situations <laughs> like that. Miley. Thank you. Uh, and <laughs> screw you. Um, but I, to, because I didn't have anyone who was, who really knew what it was like to be on house arrest. Even my probation officers didn't give me a, a, a uh, in it, a lot of insight into what it, the reality, the day to day reality would be like, what I was allowed to do, what I wasn't allowed to do. So I thought that it might, 
hopefully help someone out there or, or multiple no, totally. people hopefully who, to, to tell them what it's like to be on house and arrest. And I guess more people are on house arrest than you would think. Yeah. I mean, the, it is something that happens a lot. Grant, a year, being a, uh, on house arrest for a year is very rare. That is it's, that long. It's very rare. Yeah. More, more often. I, so from it, seems, what I it seems like you, uh, you got a really short prison sentence, but a really long house arrest. Yeah. Okay. A much more common. It would be like a month, uh, you know, three months, six months is a pretty happy. Yeah. You have a full sentence. year on I have house a year arrest. On house, like I, the guys at my proba- you at can't the probation, leave, you office, can't leave the state. Yeah. It's, it, it is very, very strict. Um, but. So that's been something that I'm, I'm very excited about to reach out to people who are in similar circumstances and kind of connect and, and, and maybe I can help them. But I've also had people reach out to me saying, Hey, you know, I read your blog and I was in a similar circumstance a few years ago. And if you need anything, contact or like, me. Or, or the third where people are like, I read your blog and you inspired me. I want to be on house arrest. And like they go out and commit <laughs> crimes. Hopefully, I didn't inspire any of that. No copycats. No. Well, well, I the glamour of being. You're not worried about. uh, No. Another thing I really hope to do with this is I don't want to. I don't want to glamorize it at all. I don't want to. But you want to do a musical on ice. But I'd love to get on Broadway with it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. yeah. With with hits like "What's That Smell" and with hits such as. I swear I didn't know. uh Oh, there's a D agent outside the car. There's a DEA agent outside the car. Oh, oh, oh. Entered oh, large oh, scale do. dance number. Oh, giant. And like they all take off their DEA jackets and they have sparkly sequins on and shit. And they use their guns as like dance props. Yes. And you're just crying in as the background. As Doogie Hauser rolls out and does a, a, a musical number that will bring you to tears. Not even Neil Patrick Harris. Do, like Neil Patrick Harris as Doogie Hauser. <laughs> As like a young boy doctor, even though he's currently like forty, like it, they're gonna use he the. He looks young. He, he does look pretty this. young, but they'll you they'll make him stand on his knees and shit. Like when you pretend to be a small person <laughs> and you do that thing where you put your knees in your shoes and you're like, "Hello." Uh, <laughs> I love to see it. it it's um, gonna it's gonna wrap up the Tonys next year. So, but but uh, but I really don't want to with, with the blog. I want what my one of the my biggest goals is is to tell people what the reality is like and not just to say, "Oh, I'm at house arrest. It's funny. It's not funny." I fucked up like I fucked up really big and even though yeah I was influenced by this that or the other or someone else and this and that I made really bad decisions that brought me but here Miley, and I'm accountable for it. silver lining in every situation I never would have had you on this fucking show otherwise unless something interesting happened thank you no worries unless you suddenly like broke it big or some shit I would have been like alright what about chick magnet let's plug that what is hey. chick magnet man you chick tw- magnet you, I saw is, that, I read is the that movie that I starred in Chick Magnet, look it up. You can find it on Amazon, Best Buy, Walmart, Netflix, anything you what want. What is it about? Life movie. Well, it's about a guy who is a uh, uh, gifted with a oh, is this shirt a that jacket gets guys thing? Yeah, the get down. This is the get, the get down is formally now, known as the let down. Okay, the get down is renamed Chick Magnet it's and got released Chick, on yeah. DVD. Oh yeah, I didn't know that. It was released the same day as Red State. I know nice. y'all know what that is. Nice. You're actually you actually shared screen time with Kevin and Jason. Mewes I in did. The film Kevin, one. Kevin, and I worked. Kevin and Jason and I worked together yeah. on this film, and we really bonded. Oh, what movie was it? it? Chick Magnet. Oh, Kevin and Jay are in Chick yeah. Magnet. Yeah. There you go. This is new, if, if, if if Kevin and and Jason, if you guys are listening to this, this is news to you. Even though I'm, I think I've probably can I, can told I, you. Can I warn everyone? Kevin and Jay got ambushed at a movie premiere with some dudes with a camera, <laughs> and they somehow got snuck into a movie. Yep. 
Yep, they had no. They had no. Kevin they didn't sign. Rele- they signed releases, right? They signed, uh, everyone signed releases. It was, it was all. But what's funny is they had no idea you guys Even were filming a fictional I, fucking I think when movie. When I when I when I when I uh, spoke with them in person, uh, and said, "Hey, we were in a movie together." I think they thought. I I remember. Do you remember it? Uh, I don't remember. Was we it at Kevin's house or? I think it was in New York when I told okay. Kevin that yeah. I was in a movie with him. But um, that's awesome. He was like, but, which one, Clerks? <laughs> I'm sure he was like, oh, I, re- I recall you were... You're that girl in that movie but... that I didn't know I was going to be in and still don't know that he's in. Lo- Are they was... on the box cover? No, the people who were on the cover of the movie, I've never seen them before in my Are life. Are you not? Yeah, I looked at the cover. My, my name is on the cover. It's like six attractive people with their heads cut off. Mm-hmm. They're not in the movie? I've never seen them before. So what you're saying is go buy the movie because it sounds like a quality piece it's of really, entertainment. It's really if you've seen uh, movies like uh, like Titanic or the Shawshank Redemption or Shawshank Redemption, it's a uh, you'll hate this or or no. <laughs> National Lampoon's American Pie Part Five, fucking rock climbing camp. If you like that, you will love the get down. Or if you like you more chick, chick magnet, excuse me. More relatable. If you like YouTube videos of people crashing and burning, it just uh, the term epic fail comes to mind. If you like that, is it not good? Is that what you're trying to say? It's a masterpiece. Oh, it's an amazing movie. You weren't it's saying that at all. She's saying go out and spend, oh, I'm saying spend really. your hard earned ducats on. Actually, it, you know what? I got paid zero from the film, but you get fifty so percent of the back end. I was supposed to, but I didn't. It's you were supposed story. to get half of the back end, and that was the deal. They're like, "We're not going to pay you now, but when it's a hit, we're going to make you a billionaire." We got the same distribution company as Red State. Did you? Yeah. Right on, man. Yeah, yeah. Phase Four Film. Chick Magnet, dude. Everyone loves yeah. Chick Magnet. Oh yeah, no, it's it's a real it's a check it. Is out. it on Netflix? It's on Netflix. You can get it on Best Buy. You can watch you it Netflix get, streaming. And I mean, you, st- Be- you are Best Buy. you are the female lead in it, though, right? I'm the female lead. I'm the lead actress in so it. So if yeah. you guys honestly, the, the movie might not be great, but if you have Netflix and you're like, I want to see what this jail chick looks like, go look it up. Or, or just go to my blog. Don't or go to Bratz and look for the dinosaur girl. If you see someone who looks like a dinosaur, it might be me. That's the thing too. It really bummed me out. She, I, when we first met, I looked at her IMDb and it said like dinosaur girl and Brad's the movie. And I thought she was like in makeup as a dinosaur. Like, hello. I would have much preferred that. You were like a teenager that had dinosaur. I was part of the, the, the click in, in the, in the movie. Yeah, that really like dinosaurs. Everyone knows, dinosaurs. everyone remembers in high school, there was that group of girls that were always talking about brontosaurus in the homeroom. Oh, I had a, I had a backpack that was like that was a dinosaur. Yeah, you were into that was your thing. Obviously, you wouldn't have a backpack of a goblin. That's the goblin girls. Yeah, I think and I they had sit a, on the other side of the cafeteria. No oh, yeah. one talks to them because they have cystic acne. That that was the that was the theme of the movie that every there were these clicks. Is that what is that what Brad says? Yeah, yeah, it's about these, and they these were the brats in the movie, and then they were the brats, and then but the there brats, were they sound clicks. like the asshole bitchy click just by naming themselves the brats. Well, I never even saw the movie. To truth be told, get out of here. I I'm here. Have you seen the chick magnet? I have. I've seen it. I haven't rented it. I haven't seen it in its uh in its in all its glory. I haven't seen it either. But let me try to paraphrase it real quick. If I were, this is the movie. Ready? Some dude's like, "Hey, I got a jacket where I can fuck chicks, but I like this one chick a lot, and I wonder if she'll like me without the jacket." Oh, and you're like, "I like." 
like you without the jacket. I'm like, well, I married you, so you know. Oh, it's your husband. To to avoid legal paperwork, let's just. Oh, that's right. You're getting a divorce because I, I for a minute, for for a very stoned minute, was like, I'll do your demo reel, and I was like, no, I don't want to do your demo reel. So, but I tried it for a little while, and I remember watching the the clips of the trailer, and you guys were married, and he was like, and it was you guys were having tough time at home, and he got this jacket all of a sudden. And the world opened up to him. Uh, an ocean of vagina fell on this gentleman. But then he decided to come back to me. Obviously. He, he, he never uh, swam in that ocean. Obviously, because he knew you were on house arrest and you couldn't fucking cheat on him. <laughs> if you guys want a girlfriend, this is the perfect one to get right now. She can't go anywhere. If you're like the jealous type that always wants to keep <laughs> track of your girl, or be her probation officer and just start dating. Does that ever happen, you think? Um, I'm sure it does. I know like a lot Stockholm of prison guards and prisoners yeah, have yeah. illicit relations. Ooh, maybe that's for another podcast entirely. Uh, Miley, <laughs> this has been awesome, dude. I thank you for telling your story. Thanks for having me on the show. Where can people, uh, people can go to the, uh, housearrestgirl.com. Yeah, housearrestgirl.com. And that's where the main blog is. And then yeah. you, you don't really tweet right much, right? I, I'm not a tweeter right now, but I, I'll probably get a tweeter sooner or later. But it, it, if and when I do, it She'll will. She'll talk about y- it on the y- blog. Yeah, you'll see it on the blog. So if you want to hear more from her, what she's basically saying is uh, either buy five copies of Chick Magnet and give them out to all your friends or go to the blog. Preferably go to the blog. I think you're going to be surprised how many people buy five copies of Chick Magnum. I'd, I'd be flattered. People love chicks. You know, it, it, you know, the only way that's going to affect me is if it, I'll be flattered if you message me via the blog and tell me that you did. It'll tickle me. Tickle her, guys. Go tickle her. Uh, Miley, it's been Come a Come on and tickle me. Go tickle her. Uh, and then tell them, I'm going to, I'm about to do that too. I just hope, <laughs> I'm going to, first I'm going to check the place if it's fucking bugged though, because I'm, as soon as I walked in, I was like, Am I being recorded? Does that, th- you don't know that the thing doesn't transmit both ways. We don't know. Hey, Hazardous bracelet. I'm gonna do something illegal. No, please don't. Nothing, nothing Uh-oh. illegal. Oh, I gotta go. I'm back home. It's been bagged and bored. It's been real. What? Nut. <laughs> Nut. <laughs> bagged and boarded. Jesse, watch lots of movies, get mad ladies, smoke mad doobies, bet and board it, it's the way you life, tell your friends, tell your moms, tell your hoe, tell your wife, coming at you on a weekly basis, kicking up pod for your sexy faces, who's the two free kids you want to bone, in the secret podcast, bunker all alone, on the internet, we be the top crooks, we got issues and we owe me funny books, homie Jimmy Moore and the dinos are chilling, me and JR, we got the top billing, sit down, relax, and yo, and take a seat, get ready for the top podcast, you all agree, others spit loud, but I can spit faster, I'm mad. Cohen, I'm the Jew master. I got everything you could possibly want in it. An hour of us in the Brento minute. I'm a little laid back and he's making the maniac. Could we just talking shit? Who said the show was viable? Walking in the door, smoking that Jimmy Moore. You're listening from Alabama, fucking with a single phone. With just two weeks and that's the topic of discussion. Had each other's folks on the green on nothing. Quick stop at night, you're storming like a typhoon. It's not right, it's wrong. It's taking lots of bones. It's reaching every show, everyone celebrates. Cause we got comics, movies, and a little penetration. I regret every episode as soon as it's recorded. Cause I'm down to earth and that is out of orbit. We're not yeah. Find more funny shit like this at smodcast.com.